Hello, this is the Phil Swallow podcast. Uh, it's episode 126, recording on the 8th, no, the 7th of August 2022. Um, I'm a bit rubbish at this, aren't I? Frequent posting, and I just made a noise in when I, when I adjusted the microphone. And I've also possibly upset the cat. Where I have my booth here, where I do the recording, little corner of a room, sound pad thingies on the side. The area that it faces is a little corner cupboard wardrobe thing uh, built in sort of and the cat found this spot once we thought we'd lost the cat and but it found this little spot where I keep my feet well actually they don't protrude all the way in there I thought oh that'd be nice oh, there might be some disturbance but the cat will be in there and I'll just be doing my podcast and uh, then she got up and walked out well I mean I had to let her out because I have to shut the door otherwise all sorts of other noise are getting um if you listen carefully, you may hear the very slight whir of the ceiling fan. Um, I think it's on the lowest speed, so it shouldn't be too intrusive. Yeah, I'm not very good at doing these frequently, am I? Um, and I don't think it matters too much. Um, listenership is not massive. Um, but hopefully I've got a loyal band of followers. And it would be nice if it increased, but uh, hey-ho, it is what it is, and I'm not going to get upset about it. So the title of this episode, number 126, uh, on the 7th of August, on a Sunday, and it's not really weekly at the moment, but who knows, that might change. Uh, it's called Theatre Work Again. It was only two weeks ago I did a theatre recording. I'm not sure if I've mentioned that in the... No, I had done it. I had done it by the time I recorded the podcast. I just bumped my nose on the... Uh, the microphone windshield thing then you know this sort of uh, you know one of them um but i'll go through my little agenda and uh, i'm sure things will come out we've got the commonwealth games on here at the moment and england are doing quite well but australia are gonna win the medal table they're sort of doing really well and <laughs> it's sort of australia then england and then the, the rest of the people are quite a few medals behind but it's been a good show and the weather's been great you know, the stadium's sort of open to the elements mostly on most sides. And of course, we we are, which is the first item on the agenda, we're locked into a weather pattern. We've got dry weather, uh, extremely dry weather. In fact, I, I took the drone out today, just only to the garden, just to go up and get a perspective of, around the house. But you can see lots of areas, sort of farmland and sort of general grazing land, parkland, golf courses, just in a quite a close area to where we are. And it's just parched. And it's actually, it's when you look at the golf course and you've got the, the fairway area and the sort of main approach area, I suppose, and then you've got this nice green green that stands out like a, a sore thumb. Or actually, it stands out like a healthy thumb and everywhere else is sore, if I can use that kind of analogy. But um, there's just no rain on the weather forecast at all. If anything, it's going to get warmer as the week goes on. But it's funny, we had the record-breaking spell the other week then it went lower in terms of temperature values, but if anything, it was more uncomfortable. We had humidity, 80% whatever, um, and I'm, it's changed now. Well, let's have a look. I, I've started to do this, haven't I? I've had a look at a live weather forecast. Um, right, humidity right now, and it is 12 minutes past eight in the evening that I'm recording this, Sunday night, 34%. So... That's comfortable. Um, Sue and I went out earlier to treat ourselves to an ice cream because it's 10 years since we first went out on a kind of date. It wasn't really a date at the time. Um, and that was in the Olympics, uh, and the uh, Olympics London 2012. And 
uh, we popped outside. It was 27 degrees then, but it really didn't feel like it. You know, it was really quite pleasant. So we're getting the breeze through. And of course, only by a, a bit, but the days are that little bit shorter. So the sun goes down that little bit earlier. The sun's arc is, is slightly different now, lower. Um, and that must have a bearing as well. Although if you do get locked into a hot spell, it can still be quite warm at night. But we've got the aircon units now, both rooms. Um, I did a bit extra today. So whilst we've got blinds in all the right places, apart from Sue's room, uh, that probably needs curtains. It's got Venetians. On the front door, we've got three square windows. Now, I bought the blinds from Blinds to Go, uh, the blackout blinds to pull down around the other double glaze windows. That's really helped. But there was still a real concentration of heat coming through those in the morning. It's that burning heat that comes through, and you could put your hand up to it. It's really quite hot. So today, I cut out some cardboard, went to the recycling bin and kind of re-recycled it before it went out. Uh, cut them and just put masking tape around to completely block off the heat getting into the that little entrance porch and then into the house. Um, if you want to get a rough visualisation of this, if you look at my my TikTok channel, you'll um, <coughs> you'll see a video I did when I put the blinds up. Anyway, um, so and as the sun was moving around, you could, the top two of these three were quite warm. Bottom one was cool because the sun had moved around. So we're just hoping that's another little thing that we can do to try and control the heat coming in. I think I've seen forecasts from 31 to 34 for Saturday. And we're going to see Bill Bailey at um, the Royal Opera House, New Covent Garden, in his show and the matinee on the Saturday afternoon. Um, there's meant to be a train strike, but fingers crossed, I think our line might be okay. Certainly hope so. So that was that. Um, uh, and, and actually, until... Thursday, there wasn't much for me to talk about for this podcast, only a few bullets. I mean, I can always talk about the weather, of course. I'm a Brit. Um, but I had lined up, following my recent uh, page, notes, whatever, in the Residence magazine, a lady got in touch with me because her dad, no, her husband's dad, so her father-in-law, ran a little workshop at the back of the Cricketers pub in Addington Village. There was a little sort of coaching, what do you call it? Coaches, coaching, not coaching, and that was a that was a pub. Coach house, that's the word. There was a coach house adjoining the pub because all of these went back over the years for stables and stuff like that. And uh, it was only named the Cricketers when the cricket team was formed. Anyway, um, he was a lathe turner, centre lathe turner, built, made stuff on a metal lathe in Croydon and he was asked somehow we try and find the detail if we can through the war process and commissioning process whatever it might be um, to I'll call them widgets make little widgets so turn on the lathe these little things bolts nuts things with a thread whatever they are he didn't know um, the son although he was a young boy at the time but he didn't, didn't know the detail and um yeah, he was asked to do those, and he had, in this little kind of operation, this factory, there was some ladies at work during the day, and then there was a kind of shift handover, and policemen used to work at night, on a night shift, churning these out. And then Dad would load them into his car, and then take them off to be dropped off at wherever military kind of location it was to put them into the war effort. They could have been to make aeroplanes, they could have been for absolutely anything. We just know they were war-related, because obviously this happened during the war years. So really, really lovely chat with these people, and... Um, they also gave me some other information that helps me to try and do a bit of digging locally, which I'm kind of doing in between things, you know, when I've just got a spare time and a cup of tea in my hand. So that was great. They, uh, they lived just 
fairly near up Gravel Hill. Um, so yes, yeah, so interesting information. Another minor piece of the jigsaw. Still looking for information about the Canadians in the local area. A neighbour got to me, got in touch with me the other day, saying that he did find a paybook from an officer, or uh, uh, you know, soldier, um, and he didn't get rid of it. He kept it, but he doesn't know where it is, and he's too old to get in the loft and things now. So I've just said, well, if, if things change, if there's a way, uh, I'd really be fascinated to see that. I'd dearly love to see that, because that might have something that we can then pin back with the work I'm doing with Jonathan Harrison to try and get information about the book, as it were, and to do some films. Right, other things that have happened. The football season started. Um, my team, Crystal Palace, had the first match of the season because it was Friday night, whereas normally the season starts on the Saturday. It was televised and we lost 2-0 and it was a bit naff. Um, but I did a kind of TikTok thing when I got to the ground and a little one afterwards and seemed to have picked up some followers from different clubs and a lot of people viewed it. So I thought that was quite cool. So I'm still dabbling in TikTok. I do some really weird things on there. Um, in fact, one... Oh, God, did I feel stupid. So the other night, I've got... You know, I'm doing this trial for Shell Recharge where it's scheduled charging. It's what I always wanted, what I ranted about on YouTube. And it's where... Each night, what I want to do is just plug the car in and then automatically, every night at 12.30, when the cheap tariff rate comes in, it will start charging. Um, and then it will switch off, obviously, when the well, when it's either at 4.30 or when the car's charged, but it doesn't take four hours to charge, so I'm okay. Anyway, so that was all working brilliantly, and I was actually going to think about doing a little video to say how well it had gone, and it didn't work one night. Something electrical must have happened because it tripped the switch. There's like a the fuse boxes nowadays, the way they work. When they trip, they flick down and you push the little um, isolator switch back up to reset it and it will click in position. Then the circuit's sort of reconnected and you can go again once you've carried out any investigations. I tried to do this and it was flimsy. It just went up, sprang down again, went up, sprang down again. It would not give me any resistance, would not lock in place. So I was... I, I faffed around. I actually found, I thought, a YouTube video that said, oh, if you've got any problems with doing your reset, just follow this simple advice. Anyway, I'm just about playing that video. And the call that I was waiting on for about 35 minutes with Shell was answered. Thought, well, okay, that's good. So anyway, she took the details. I'll pass it on to the technical people. They'll get back to you. Could be four or five days. And I'm thinking, oh, God. Anyway, I connected the old three-pin charger cable in the meantime. So anyway, I, I just thought, well, what's the harm in watching this video when I got back? So I went back in. I put the video on. And lo and behold, it solved it. So basically, where this thing didn't have any resistance, because it's on a spring, you flick it up and it just came back down again. If it's in the down position, you actually push it down again. And that goes click. And then you switch it back up again and it engages and stays in the up position with the circuit on as usual. Now, I think that the moment I found that out on YouTube, that the guy who installed it from the, the electrician who installed it, uh, qualified electrician on behalf of the company, I think he mentioned that, but I'd forgotten because I'd never had any issues with it. It'd been perfect since May, but I now know. So I did a little TikTok, long story short, I did a little TikTok video just to explain that. So if you're on my TikTok channel, philswallow underscore UK, you'll be able to see it. So I've talked about TikTok, it's ticking over. Um, I think I've got something like 7,000 views since it started. 
month or so maybe just over under a month I don't know uh, probably about a month um, and I'm still just dabbling with it I have no idea if, I mean what I do need to do is look up how to actually put a few, you know the videos together a bit more polished I've dabbled in it but I probably need to look on YouTube to get some nice educational videos about how to do TikTok videos and, and then I'll be kind of prepared so I'm going to do that a bit more final agenda item and it's all about the title so I was just sitting back, um, can't remember what happened on the day, Thursday, been out doing something, um, honestly can't remember, uh, out and about or I don't know, having a bite to eat, whatever. Um, just sat down next to Sue, we were watching the uh, Athletics or whatever, all the Commonwealth Games, a WhatsApp message comes in um, and it was someone introducing themselves saying, don't know about your availability because it's really short notice, would you be able to do some filming tomorrow, that's Friday just gone? On either 1.30, 4.30 or 7.30, we've got a showcase, it's an hour's filming, and then we just want the video afterwards because it's potentially got to be shown to casting directors. So anyway, I, I thought, well, it sounds interesting. Um, she wanted to know my price, so I went back to her, had a bit bit of a discussion. I said, look, I can only do the 1.30 because I've got commitments, i.e. the football. Um, and I want to have a little bit of a kind of downtime in between, so that, that all works out. And I told him my price and what I do, how I go about my work. And actually, what was really, really nice, she kind of understood where I was coming from about the quality of output that I like to produce. Um, and she went initially from sort of suggesting she might need to get some approvals for the funding to say, no, she was happy to commit. Um, and obviously, I mean, time is of the essence, I guess, as well. So it was brilliant. A lovely person. And... Um, so we all kind of arranged it, booked it, as it were. I went up there on Friday morning, um, left about left home just after 11, got the train. I mean, it couldn't be an easier journey, really. Uh, drive to Hay Station, train to Waterloo East, and it's literally 90 yards walk from Waterloo East Station at the Waterloo East Theatre, which is a lovely theatre. 100 seat, Fringe Theatre, off West End. Um, I would like to go back there again. The air conditioning in there was really good, really effective, but not cold. Um, so I set up, um, I did my work, uh, and then please and thank yous and all those nice things, uh, headed off via a coffee and a pastella donna latta, I think that's how you say it, at the Portuguese cafe around the corner. And it was a really, really nice job. So I've, I've now edited that and I've built the files completely. I've done a couple of versions, 4K and HD, um, and we're just going to have a bit more liaison about sharing those and, you know, the invoice and all that sort of stuff. And then it'll be good to go. So um, I was really pleased. It was a really, really nice piece of work. It made me realise I need to pr do a proper showreel um, because it's important that you obviously you, you've got an example of your work to show people. So I'm going to put a showreel together based on the similar types of things that I've done now. Now I've got kind of some options. Um, and, it, you know, I'm going to be clear, I'm a one-man band, so I normally, you know, it's a one-camera gig um, and I do the best what I can in the edit kind of recording I tested out my new microphone my MKE 440 I think that's it an MKE 440 from Sennheiser absolutely brilliant stereo microphone absolutely brilliant um, I was so many rows back I was about row L or something uh, KRL uh, where the camera and tripod was and it picked it up beautifully I mean the powerful singers uh, wonderful singers um, 10, 10 performers and pianists on the side keeping them going and they're not, they're not mic'd up at all so I, I sort of picked it up the way I set my sound up um, so yeah that was that was really really good and and finally when we were having our conversation uh, on Thursday before we booked it up I just said can I ask how you found me 
and she said, "Here, yeah, your website." So that was really good. Um, I, you know, I stopped running ads on there a long time ago. Nice that there's some discoverability there. Um, I, I, you know, a website is never complete. You know, you need to keep it fresh. You need to keep it moving, um, and you need to keep it current with what you're doing and kind of what you're aiming to do. Um, also, Squarespace, who I'm with for my website, I keep introducing new flexible features, so that's really good. So I'll be doing a bit more to that over the coming days, as well as building my showreel, so that if other opportunities come along in this vein, um, then I can get, you know, I can take advantage, if you like. So, I mean, the first one I did was through a friend that I'd done the headshot for, Alison. Um, one of the actors that I filmed in that recommended me for the second one, although he wasn't in it. And then this one was almost cold in terms of it, it wasn't a recommendation. It was just a, a search and find. So really, really pleased uh, about how everything has come about. Um, you know, it's been, uh, it's been a busy old few days, but it's been well worth it because I find it thoroughly rewarding. So um, cool. Brilliant. So this week, uh, obviously we've got, got this heat coming, but I want to go out with the camera to Farthing Down. Now, I did the video back in April, but I need to do more. Um, we referenced the summer so many times, so I come back in the summer, a couple of different cameras, and I'm aiming to do the morning light, um, that nice fresh light, because we've got full sun for the next few days. Um, and I'm aiming to do an evening with the sunset, which hopefully will get done tomorrow. Um, in fact, I'm going to nip out in a minute because the sun sets at, where are we? Sunsets in about nine minutes, 11 minutes. There you go. Quick mathematical change. So I'm going to go out, have a look at that, suss it out. Um, the great thing about farthing down is you're on the top of everything. It's a ridge, like a, a hump, if you like, if it's a sideways camel view or on sitting on the camel view, but in hill form a very large hill, uh, downs, and um, they get unencumbered views. So you've got London in the distance, so I'll go up there with a couple of lenses and try and capture it in all its glory. So that's the plan. So an evening sunset type thing, and then a morning, just general nature-y things. Good. Okay. Thank you very much for listening. Please accept my apologies yet again. Hopefully I'll get back to a weekly... <laughs> um, rhythm but if not please bear with me maybe i'll just change the wording to weekly ish uh if i haven't already because i forget things like that um yeah thanks for listening and uh i'll catch up in the next one